So welcome my fellow traders to Truth Is Now Treason. I'm Dietrich and we're going to be doing something different here today. We're going to be introducing a new series that we're calling Meet the Trader. What we're doing with this is we're going to introduce you to people who are doing things that's outside the norm or they have a podcast, something that they are using to build God's kingdom. So today we're going to be playing an interview that Lennox did with a woman from Toronto, Canada. Her name is Kim Chosen, and she's going to be introducing you to her ministry that she's doing. Kim, thanks so much for joining us on Truth Is Now Treason. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, um, thank you for having me. I'm excited to just be able to share part of my story. Um, really, I was born here in I'm in Ontario, Canada, and you know I lived in a in the suburbs, I guess is what you would call it. And I have an older sister and lived with my parents. Um, great, great family. But like so many of us, you know, there there has been some dark parts of my story as well. And so my parents, both my parents, they worked late, late into the night. And so it was me and my sister a lot. And sometimes my sister was out with her friends. And so sometimes it was just me alone. And so I would say a lot of what I represent and, and share stems from back when I was around 11 years old, I was um, sexually abused by our next door neighbor and he was a friend to my parents. So that kind of took me on what I'd say a downward spiral, led me into very um, bad relationships, uh, not knowing my identity, not knowing my worth. It took me on a journey of really struggling with anxiety and depression, um, just just not knowing who I was and, and not knowing my purpose. And so I would just kind of mold in to whatever setting I was in. If I was at church, I would mold into that you know, nice church girl. And if I was with, you know, my friends, I, I would mold into how they wanted me to be or you know, when as I got a little bit older, going to the clubs and being in relationships with with men that wanted something out of me more than just, you know, my, my heart. And, and so I, I molded myself into what I expected people wanted from me so that I could be like, so I spent a lot of my life searching for a sense of self-worth. And it wasn't really until my early 20s when I found out I was pregnant. And um, that was, that's a whole other story. But um you know, what it came down to is, you know, I, I didn't want to go through with the pregnancy. And, and so, you know, I thought about some other things and, and, you know, the thought of abortion, and then I didn't do that. And I was going to have him adopted out. And um, I just really started to sense, you know, God wanted me to raise this child. And I really clearly heard from him one day to just that I was called to raise this, this child. And, and so I would say a lot of my faith journey became deeper at that point when I realized that I was going to be a mom. And through that journey, I really discovered God's love for me. If I can love my baby, he's going to be 17 in a couple of weeks, but still my baby, right? And I mean, if I could love him so much, as much as I do, just unconditionally, I'd do anything for my boy. I can't even imagine just how much more does God love me and and as his children. So yeah, so now I'm on this journey of 
just uh, hearing from God, you know, what, what does he want me to do? And, and how can I share my, my story? How can I, you know, I love the arts. I love being creative and I'll share a bit about that too. Yeah. So I'm really just on this journey of, of sharing what God has done in my life. You've become a disciple of Christ. So when, I guess, how did your life change when you became a disciple of Christ? Um, I mean, I've always known the Lord. My grandma would take me and my sister. And so I've always known the Lord. Um, and I can remember for many years, I, I didn't feel like my life was really changing. I just always knew I could pray and God would hear me. But over the past few years, I've really felt the shift in my walk with the Lord for the better, that it became my lifestyle, you know, so it wasn't just Sunday I go to church and whenever youth group was or young adults group, but it's become a daily practice. And, you know, the way that we wake up and we need to eat and we need to drink and we need to survive, that's become my journey with the Lord is I need him to to survive and to operate. So I've just started to implement all of that into my walk, whether it's, you know, reading the word every morning, just speaking to him whenever, you know, uh, listening from him and going to him first and foremost and really developing a true solid relationship with him. That's amazing because uh, I was, was talking to a lady not too long ago and she said that for years she didn't even know that God and she could have a, a relationship together. And I think so many people are like that, you know, where you don't realize that, hey, I do need God. I need to communicate on a daily basis, just like you do with your son, yeah. Jacob, and, and whoever else. You know, we, it's it's a relationship there. Absolutely. How has forgiving those, you know, you mentioned that at an early age you were sexually abused. I'm sure that was very difficult and still is today. So how has forgiving that person or those people who have hurt you been a challenge for you? Well, I I truly don't um, believe that forgiveness is even a human thing. I mean, not so much that, you know, you're in the grocery store, somebody bangs into you and they're like, oh, sorry. You know, yes, we can forgive, especially here in, in Canada. We're apparently really uh, friendly and, <laughs> and forgiving. And so, but I, I truly believe that it's something deeper. This kind of forgiveness can only come from a source that has that kind of capacity to love that much. So for me, being deeply, deeply wounded, I I had to get to a place of true understanding of what forgiveness even is and also just relate it back to myself, like how many times God has forgiven me and to take that journey of what real grace um, looks like. And I also had to get to a place where even if, you know, I never truly got my apology from, from my abuser. So that was a whole different challenge. It's like the person didn't even say sorry to me and I had to discover that forgiveness was more of an inner um, thing it came from the inside out and so uh, one scripture that comes to mind is Luke six thirty seven, where it says forgive and you will be forgiven you know we're not instructed to forgive only when somebody apologizes or only when it's easy it just straight up says forgive 
and forgive and you will be forgiven. So I've had to internalize that. I've had to forgive for the better of, of my growth and, and my continuing my journey with the Lord. I think forgiveness is, is a process. And I'm sure you would agree with that. Yeah. Have you experienced healing in your life from forgiving that person? Absolutely. And and I mean, just like many people's journeys, um, there's been many people that have hurt me and that I've hurt. Right. And so, but I've absolutely wholeheartedly, you know, I've experienced so much healing because of being able to forgive. And, and like you said, it absolutely is a process. So there are times that, um, you know, things could trigger my memory of what happened or, or I, even in my early years of my marriage, uh, I struggled trusting my own husband. Into my teen years, I struggled being alone with my dad. Like I didn't trust any men, wouldn't even look or talk at men to men that I didn't know. Like if somebody just said hi to me, I really struggled. And then as I went through the process of forgiveness and I was healing, I'm now able to look at a man and trust that, you know, they're not all the same, right? And I know my husband and I know my own father, they never hurt me like that and never will. And so just to be able to see men as God's sons, right, has been a huge impact on my life to just be able to love and, and, and not think that everyone's out there to get me. That's true. So true. So we know that you have accepted Christ as your Savior. You have a personal relationship with God. And now you are involved in some kind of ministry called Chosen Arts. So tell us about that. So years ago, you know, I grew up, I was really, really shy. Like even this kind of stuff, no, like I just was a very shy person. And, uh, and still really am to this day, but I've discovered my purpose. And so with that, I just run with that, right? And so years ago, I just, I had a passion to share my story, but I didn't want to talk to people. So I asked God, what could I do? And, and God told me to rap. And I found it funny at the time. Like, I loved rap music, grew up with listening to that. But I also had asthma and bronchitis a lot. So my breathing, and I'm like, you want me to rap? How's this going to happen, right? And so God really took me on this journey of just trusting in him. And so it stemmed from just my passion of writing. I love poetry, spoken word, all that kind of stuff. And so for years, I, I worked on that craft. I would write, I would perform my songs and share my story. And I eventually, about 10 years ago now, I released a CD. And through that, God's opened lots and lots of doors. And and then over the past few years, I was like, I still, there's so much more in me that I want to be able to do and give. And, and, and so with, I love to paint. I love to draw. I've done that my whole life. That was more like therapeutic though. So I didn't really like share my art a lot. Um, but over the past few years, I've seen obviously a tremendous need, you know, especially since the pandemic, there's just been a tremendous need in my own community of people struggling for food or struggling to make ends meet. And, and so I started to paint, do paintings and different crafts and different things. And I started selling my stuff and all the proceeds have gone towards helping people in need. And over the past two and a half, three years, I, I've been able to help numer- numerous families 
and at Christmas time and back to school programs. And I've just been able to help my very neighbors just by using my arts and, and stuff. So Chosen Arts ha- has uh, broadened over the years. And I feel like, you know, this is my my calling. This is my purpose is how can I use, you know, I feel like God has given me this gift and a gift is meant to be shared and shown. And so um, I used to struggle with that because people think, oh, you're just kind of full of yourself and about you and blah, blah, blah. And I've had to get the, you know, negativity out and, and just really, it's my heart and my passion to share God's love through this way. You're going to perform for our episodes, so traders, you get to hear her talent. What is the name of the spoken word performance that we are going to hear and how did it come about? Yeah, so this one, it's, this was quite a few years ago I wrote it and it was really, it's really about like the beginning of my journey and just how I kind of like struggled at first with writing like, you know, what does God want me to do? And, and I, I heard walk with me. And so that's the title of my CD. And my, my CD up until the, you know, to where I was in my life at that point is really just my whole journey. And I'm bringing the listener along. So it's really just called Walk With Me. It's just called Spoken Word. But it's kind of about, kind of gives the listener, it's the first track of a CD and gives the listener a little bit of an idea of my journey from young childhood to, to who I am now and, and where, you know, where God's calling me to go and do with with what I've been through in life. So if somebody wanted to contact you and learn more about you and your ministry, how would they do that? So, yeah, so on Instagram, it's at ChosenArts81. And uh, in fa- on Facebook, you can just reach me at ChosenArts. There's a few other ChosenArts, but, yeah, I- I'm not too hard to find. But mainly Instagram at ChosenArts81, probably be the easiest one. So I'm very grateful to be able to share my story, you know, like, it, it's it's long, just like all of our story, right? You know, I'm I'm 41 years, so 41 years of uh, of this, and so there's there's so much that uh, you know God has done in my life. But I think bottom line, I really just want to encourage whoever's listening and going to listen to this is really encourage that you know we may feel like we have no purpose, but but we do, and to discover our purpose and to allow God to use you know, what we've been through in life, our hurt, our pain, and he can redeem it and we can change lives with our stories. So I encourage people just to discover who they are in Christ. Kim, I thank you so much for joining us for our program. And I know that somebody has been touched by hearing your story and your testimony. And we just wish you the best in your future with Chosen Arts and whatever else you do. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And now we're going to play a clip from her newest album. And this is a spoken word performance of Walk. Chosen. I've been told many times I had nothing to give. I felt so unworthy with no reason to live. When I looked at myself, I believed in those lies. The image I saw, I began to despise. I even wanted to try and take my own life because I hardly felt alive. I spent most of my time never fitting in. But if you walk by, I would nod and grin. 
Little did they know the secrets hidden within. I was a broken girl feeling lost and worthless. I found it too hard to believe I had a purpose. I couldn't help but think my pain was my only pleasure. How could I be treasured? I was a diamond in the rough. I felt I could be replaced cause I never felt good enough. I can't even count those who never befriended me. So I turned to the ones who treated me like an enemy. Man, my heart breaks cause I could taste the hate. If we could embrace the sweetness of love, mm, wouldn't that be great? Instead of destroying one another, could we build up each other? If we were formed by the same dust in the ground, why is unity between you and me so hard to be found? I can't stand this division. Listen, what is it we're missing? Love should be a given, a simple decision. I'm not placing judgment, it's my own conviction. Hate is like a drug that can become an addiction. It expects you to trust in it, just like a friend. But once you turn your back, it will stab you in the end. What do I know? Cause where I've been may seem like nothing to you. And I don't even know half of what you've been through. But see, that's my point. We're ignorant to those we don't know. But if we don't plant the seed, then how will it ever grow? I don't have to sound sophisticated. I'm just called to spit what's true. Cause too long we've waited. And right now our time is due. Though it seems like a battlefield and we could be struck down We can cry out for mercy when our enemy holds us bound Life is like a war in these trying times And every day is like a battle out on them front lines But a soldier grows weary We need each other to stand tall To stand as one army and conquer this once and for all You may wonder why I'm sending this message Or why I even care to bother See I'm an instrument and I'm being used by my heavenly father in harmony with the angels, I stand with my Lord, and we're singing heavenly melodies in one accord. They think I'm bringing fame to my name, well that's a shame. I'm just standing in the gap and I'm taking the blame. I don't try to gain the world's acceptance, nah, that ain't my goal. I'm here to bring the gospel to that wandering soul. I'm called to shine a light in the dark world we see today. I'm sent to find those that are lost and help them find their way. See, that's what I was made for and why I was knitted in the womb. Those who said I had nothing to give should have never assumed. The Lord gave me this path to take even though I found myself in doubt. Cause he knew one day I would come back to lead the other broken people out. So even if I'm alone, I will step into the forsaken lands and bring them out of Satan's grasp and back into their maker's hands. Thank you so much for being with us here today at Truth Is Now Treason. I thought this was an incredible episode. It is so neat to hear Kim's story, especially when she talked about forgiveness, what a challenge that was, and what a blessing it became in her life when she chose to work with God to learn to forgive. You know, starting in January. We're going to be doing a series on forgiveness. I thought this just flowed so perfectly with what we're going to do, and we're excited to bring that series to you here in the near future. Until next time, my fellow traders. Traders.